Halloween 1978 with Daryl Taylor. In this episode, Daryl Taylor will share a thing or two about the classic Halloween and why he still considers it the scariest film of all time. He'll also explain why no one will ever hold a candle to Donald Pleasance as the one and only Dr. Lewis. And finally, Daryl gives his thoughts on what might happen if he were to ever cross paths with one Michael Myers. All right, well, let's jump right into it. I am here with the one, the only, the D to the T to the Daryl Taylor. How the hell are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I just wish I had your voice. You got a great voice. Oh, thank you. No, not to get creepy about it right off the bat, but you do. So (laughs) we are going to be talking about something we've, I'm feeling a little bit, just, just a smidgen of deja vu. A little bit. Because I recall, I believe it was not, was it, it wasn't last year's, right? Was it last year's the year before where we covered the movie we're going to cover tonight on a bigger Mm. episode of Spooky Flicks? It was one, it was in the last two years. I know that. It had to be. Had to be. Yeah. Because we did Night of the Living Dead. I think that was the first one. Right. Right. Yeah, that was the first one. We did Halloween. Mm -hmm. What was the other one we did? I know we did at least three. Uh, oh, we had you on for other episodes, but I, I it, feel like we've done. Trances, I think. Well, yeah, but that wasn't Spooky Flicks Fest. No, it wasn't Spooky. Because you also did the Superman Marathon, and that wasn't Spooky Flicks Fest. Oh, right. And it was, that's right. But I think you right. are one of the few that's been on, if, if not the only one who's been on every single. There's a couple other people. Dave Becker may have been. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I, I'm brain farting, man. I don't know. <laughs> I know you. I know. I know for sure you've been on all of them. I think so. And I think you're typically our Halloween episode, meaning on the day of or right around the one that comes out that time. Because you're special, man, you know? Well, we, thank you. We, we thank love you, Daryl. I'm, I'm just going to say it. Yeah, so we're going to talk about, you want to just lay it out? You want to just tell them? We'll just tell them. Halloween. Yes. But but we're talking about the Rob Zombie, the good one, the the remake. No. <laughs> you sure? I thought we were. Don't you ever. I, I've told you the story that I've still yet to watch anything more than the first 40 minutes when it's all about him being this poor little white trash schizo kid. I'm, and I'm with you on that because I didn't make it past that either. Oh, it was horrible. I got to the it point does. when Loomis, uh, uh, played by Malcolm McDowell, is mm-hmm. at the hospital. And I'm, I think, uh, isn't, uh, what's the dude, the the, the 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 scary dude who plays uh, Machete? Why am I brain farting? Uh, Danny Trejo. Because he's one of the guards or something, right? He's like oh, a nurse. Right, right. And I remember he comes in. Yeah, and he comes in. He talks to the, the big hulking, whatever the hell, Michael Myers. He's more like a Jason Voorhees at that point with hair. And... Yeah, I just I was like I can't do this anymore. No, even the, the even and he's a great actor, but even he just didn't. It didn't feel like not 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 like Donald Pleasant's no. character. No, did not have it. No, he didn't have that fear of this is this is evil incarnate. Like mm-hmm. he didn't have that. Yes. So since you you love Halloween so much, and you weren't just using it as an easy out, so you didn't have to do research. Yes. <laughs> It scares me so. It does scare you so. When still. when did you first see this movie? I'm sure we talked about this in that previous episode, but this is today. This is now. Let's let's revisit that. When did you first see Halloween? Do you remember? Uh, I think I saw it. I saw the VHS tape of it. 
I think that's the first time I saw it. Somebody recorded it, or this was like you bought it at uh, you know. I I got it from the movie from video uh, store. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was, and it's and it scared me so. Even the commercials, though, I remember as a kid, mm-hmm. the commercials, just that face and yeah. that music. Yeah, I was too young to remember the commercials. I I do. Yeah, I was because I was two when it came out, so technically uh, I would or almost three, but I wouldn't have remembered that. I was about forty when this. In the first yeah. really you and grooms huh yeah. and <laughs> the i think the first one i remembered the trailer for i vaguely remember three i remember when three came out because i had some co- older cousins that were going to go see it mm-hmm. and then four was really when it went on my radar because i remember i was in seventh grade and it was one of my first issues of fangoria it was 88 and it had uh chucky on the cover because it was right i remember chucky. that child's play come out and i'll never get my first issue it had piece on that obviously child's play halloween Mm -hmm. four layer of the white worm do you remember that one i remember that i saw that Uh, twice yeah that 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 movie's something (laughs) freaky yeah freaky diggy halloween though you saw it on video and you were what about how old were you uh what Uh, halloween came out in 78 i think it came at vhs probably early 80s early 80s i was born in 73 okay so you're only a few years on me okay Yeah, yeah 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 So you were like 10, 11, 12? That Probably had okay. to be. Had okay. to be. Yeah. Eight, I, nine, eight. And I want to say I was maybe in the eighth grade when I finally saw it. And I saw it edited for TV. It was one, oh. But it was one of those deals where it was either USA or one of the local stations. It was Halloween time and they did a, a marathon. But they only showed one, three, and four. It was just weird. Like they did one of those I deals. Sh- Hate that. You know what I'm talking about? They and, still do that. Yeah, it, like- but as a kid, I thought it was the aw- most awesome thing ever. And of course. And I remember that I watched the first Halloween, thought it was great, and then when I finally did see it mm-hmm. unedited, I remember thinking that other than some boobies, I didn't know what the difference was because really there really isn't a big gore difference. It's a short movie. Yeah, it's not really bloody. No, it's not really bloody at all. Yeah, it's not. You're like you said, it's not long. It's not a you know, two hour, two and a half hour epic that needs no, to. It's just the anticipation of, of like, he doesn't really kill a lot of people, but it's just the, just the anticipation of waiting for when he is going to do it. Like he doesn't do it right away. You see him in the corner. Nope. He's not going to kill you right, right now. He's going to kill you 15, 20 minutes later. It feels like when you're waiting for it. And it's that whole idea of the shape, just the idea of the shadow Yes. I think the freak one of the freakiest shots to me in that whole movie, and there's several, is that it's at night, sun is set, mm-hmm. and little Tommy is looking out the window across the street oh, at sh- Lindsay's house. And you see his shadow silhouetted against the porch light of yes. little Lindsay's house. Dude, did, I'm just I'm getting like my head is tingling thinking about that. Cause that's creepy. And it scared me so much, like when I if a door was halfway open. Or a closet door was not all the way was uh-huh. not all the way closed. Uh-huh. I felt like if I touch that door, he's gonna get me. Yeah, he's coming. The hand just gonna shoot out. Or when? Right. Oh, and I, you know, and I remember this too. I remember going to a Kmart. I'll admit it. I went to a Kmart as a child, and you know, because <gasps> I was with my parents. I know, I know, I know. Horror. And I remember walking through the video sections. They had the the. VHS tapes for sale and they had Halloween and on the back cover, the only still they had from the movie is that shot where Jamie Lee is leaning up against 
the closet after she's discovered the the classic final girl thing. She's discovered all the bodies. Yeah. Oh yeah. And all you see is just the slightest bit of his mask as he's emerging from the darkness. Oh, freaks me out, Every man. <laughs> it's just I can't be by like if if it's dark and I try to I can't watch that movie to this day. <laughs> if it's all completely dark and and, and, and you're by house. yourself, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah, the, I. I remember when we talked about it before, and a lot of it is when you revisit a movie, it just depends on your mood and how many distractions are going on and everything else. And I remember I felt a little sad because I didn't, it hadn't affected me. Like I remembered it affected. I still appreciated it for the awesome movie that it is, but it just didn't affect me. But yet see the memory though, just talking to you here about it creeps me out. So it, it still has an effect. Oh yeah, it, it's it's like watching it on. Just I remember just the feeling I had when I first watched it. Now I'm no little person, so it's not like if he came to kill me, it's going to be a little bit of fight, at least. <laughs> yeah, to be fair, to be fair, Laurie Strode kind of kicked his ass a couple times. Right. Yeah. But just the thought of the and what added to it is is the the doctor, the performance of, oh, yeah. of Donald of uh, Donald Pleasance mm-hmm. is the best. Mm-hmm. Because when he talks about him, he, I don't know about everybody else, like everyone who says, oh, he can't be that bad. I believe him. (laughs) (laughs) Like he he, sells it. I was about to say he sells it. He really does sell it. He does. That speech in the house after they found the dog or what's left of it. Which, you know, is again, one of those moments where I thought they showed it. As a kid, I just assumed it got cut out of the TV version. And then years later, or not even that many years later, I watch it uncut and... There's no, you don't see what's left of the dog. Nope. But yet I have, as I'm telling you this right now, I have this memory in my head of seeing the dead dog. But I know you don't. And that's what made John Carpenter so smart, such oh, yeah. a genius yeah. in horror. Because he doesn't have to give you, he doesn't have to show you that. No, I know how to play psychologically. I know how to play with your mind to make you feel what I want you to feel without having to show all all the blood and gore that everybody tries to do now and it and it just works out like even having it in a, in a neighborhood and i lived in a house and we had leaves on like if i saw leaves like in fall days and it was kind of dark and the leaves are just blowing around on the ground i still sometimes every now and then i will get a flash of remembering halloween yeah, and and I to back to your point about how well Donald Pleasant sells it. That scene with the dog and the sheriff, and they're talking about he's doing the monologue about you know, oh, you know, I saw that boy's eyes. Mm-hmm. If you don't get a little bit of the heebie-jeebies, if you don't get a little, oh, you you have to, you have just to. a little bit, yeah, just a little bit. And and I we have yet to do the typical let's do the plot of the movie. Let's talk. No, we don't need to because I feel anybody listening to this more than you likely. Know. Knows. So we don't need to, this is purely a trip down nostalgia lane. And I'm glad you brought up the leaf thing because I was trying to think of movies that aren't just scary and they aren't just, it's a feeling thing. It's that they feel Mm -hmm. autumn. They feel like fall. It bugged me when I found out years later, they actually shot Halloween. I want to say it was either during the summer or at least the spring. It was definitely not fall or winter. They shot most of it in I believe Los Angeles and they had to actually have leaves shipped in. They found some neighborhood that was reminiscent of the type of neighborhood that either Deborah Hill, John or John Carpenter, or maybe both grew up in. And 
in out in the Midwest. And that was the, the idea behind it. Right. So I was thinking about what movies really capture that feeling of Halloween and fall. And obviously the original Halloween does, I think Halloween four, because I don't know if you remember, it starts off with that montage. Uh, it's just these very simple lockdown shots of countryside and decorations and you know everything around them are dead leaves and the grass and it just it feels like it's getting cold out and this is coming right. from a florida boy who really has never experienced a real fall in my life <laughs> and but yet when i watch that i think oh man i need some apple cider and the sweater and <laughs> it does it makes you think of a charlie brown yes halloween yes special that same and, vibe and yep yep all of it yes i love that so halloween one halloween four i think even halloween three halloween two has a different vibe to me, even though it's supposed to be the same night as Halloween one. Yeah. It just doesn't feel as Halloweeny to me as one and four and to some degree three does. And then, I mean, do, do you find that or do you? Yeah, yeah, because he's in the hospital, like the whole, it's still scary, but it, it's, it's a, it is a different vibe because it's not, it's not him being set in a neighborhood. It's not as, as subtle. As the first one, it, it's more in the hospital. He's more people around. There's, there's, it's a little bit more. It's, it's got some kind of, you know, some, some more uh, comic relief a little bit. Yeah, and it's claustrophobic. And I would it actually, is. you know, what it is? It's like a prison slash submarine movie. Yeah, you're contained in a space, and there's no getting out. Or, or The Shining would be, another, you know, that ghost story sort of vibe where you can't escape from the facility. Is the vibe of that movie, and I like that. I like the the whole hospital setting. But if I'm looking for a movie that has that fall feel to it, another one is considering. I'm staring at the poster right in front of me. The Stepfather. The be- oh yeah, especially That's- the beginning of it to me it feels very fall when he goes out of the house and he's whistling in the all those beautiful. Tre- I think it's in Washington State and just all those beautiful tree. Oh man, I love that. And then the Frighteners. You remember the Frighteners with Michael J. Fox? I definitely remember that. I movie. love that. That that. Is probably my favorite Peter Jackson movie. I don't. I I know. Really? I like. Yeah. I, I like. I like uh, his early stuff. Heavenly Creatures, Bad Taste, Dead Alive, all that stuff. Even Meet the Feebles. I like all that stuff. I appreciate Lord of the Rings, but that's not my cup of tea per se. So I can appreciate them, but they're just nah. Yeah, Frighteners. I love Frighteners. I don't know what it is. I saw that movie five times. I was the only one in the theater. Believe me, because the thing tanked. But yeah, it did. It did. But again, that's one. That feels like fall to me. Right. Uh, Night of the Scarecrow. Oh, yeah. There's another one. That, that was another one. That was. That's the uh, one. That was the TV movie one, right? Yes. I finally and, saw that about mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. I had always heard about it. And, Creepy. And everybody who grew up, I think it freaks you out more if you grew up with it. But it's one of those it movies did. that I could see as an adult thinking, yeah, if I'd seen this as a kid, <laughs> that would have messed me up. It freaked me out as a kid to watch that. And every year I'd say I'm not going to watch it. And every year I would watch it again. And then you'd see Dr. Giggles years later and be even more traumatized. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. you realize he's the same guy. And the, what was the other thing about? I was going to say, oh, uh, it actually reminds me, I just covered, do you remember Mr. Boogity? It was Barely. A, it was it's a Disney. I know. You know what I'm talking about? It was that Disney was like one of those wonderful world of Disney movies. Mm-hmm. Go on YouTube, man. Mr. Boogity and Bride of Boogity are both on there. I covered those with Jesse from uh, our, our our group. And 
she had mentioned it and I was like, I thought I was the only one that, cause every time I bring it up to somebody, they have seemed to have no idea what I was talking about. <laughs> My wife knew she remembers she said she watched it all the time and it scared the crap out of her. And the first one's only 45 minutes long, but it has Christy Swanson, Bud, David Fostino from married with children in it oh, is one shoot. of the brothers and the little kid from Alf is and and uh richard mazer or mazer or whatever his name is that was the dad in license to drive and he was an it with the guy with the mustache he's the dad yeah it's been so many years since i've seen that and you're telling me this and and my mind is unlocking yeah it's one of those that when you watch it you'll be like oh i remember and what it is that's one of those i watched at least the first one i haven't had a chance to watch the second one yet but i watched the first one it was like 45 minutes long and i was thinking it wasn't freaking me out as an adult but the moments that were happening, because I thought about letting my little kids watch it. I was like, oh, oh I'm not dealing with those nightmares. No. Nope. Two in the morning. Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed. Yeah, we had our four-year-old for two months straight. Every night I'd get woken up at two in the clock in the morning. Not because of him. Well, not directly because of him, but because he's turned on every light in the house, except for in our bedroom. You know what? I, I remember doing that to myself, too. Well, you have every room you go into or past you have to have the lights on he explained to me it melts the monsters it i thought the same thing it melts the monster i was like i can't argue with it It, you can't compromise if he would stop doing it i'd give him a flashlight and he could use it as a lightsaber he was on board he was on board you know because my kids have seen star wars not a new hope they've seen star wars they've seen the original the way it was meant to be and their in their world the world my kids live in han always shot first i'm just saying you're damn right he did thank you we aren't even going to go there, though. This is Halloween, not a horror show. Uh, what about the... I saw the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, and that freaked me the F out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was one of those I was so afraid to see. I thought it would do some damage to me as a kid because, A, it was called the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I remember the box. Like you said, you go into a video store, and I could, to this mm-hmm. day, remember going to this mom-and-pop video store in the town my dad was in and just seeing it was on a shelf that was... I could reach it, but it was a little bit too high. And of course, as a kid, I thought they did that in purpose because it was almost like porn. But what it was, it was, it was alphabetical order. <laughs> but your mind tells you. But my mind told me it was forbidden. It was forbidden. And then I finally saw it and I was blown away how good it was. And the first time I saw it, I thought it was gory. And then you watch it again, you're like, there's, there's less blood in this, I think, than in Halloween. But And then as a kid, I was told how all of it happened just like that. Like it was true. So that that made it even more scary when I watched it. And it's so dirty looking. It just looks like this kind of skeezy documentary. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like a real story doc. Yeah, it looks like a documentary on on this whole horrific thing. And it made it feel like it was genuine. And and I and I find I haven't watched it in a few years, but I have found every time I've gone back to that well, it gets under my skin. It doesn't scare me, but it it just gets it, to me unnerves you yes that's a perfect way to put it It unnerves me i have a thing about to be trapped like that i i feel nervous i hate to watch someone who's being captured or tied up and there's nothing they can do that is like a i'm so petrified you have a you try not to even though you know it's tv or a movie still still you you you, i feel that uh tingle on my spine when I, i see that do you want to just real quick mention a couple of the other ones? I, I we're gonna to have to wrap uh, it up. The Shining was one. Okay, Shining that, that, classic. Uh, Jack Nicholson did that for me. Yes. Still scares me. Yes, it is. It's unsettling. <laughs> it really is. Uh, and Hellraiser. Hell yeah. I, I I always had a real appreciation for Hellraiser. 
Did you ever see any of the other ones, Hellraiser 2 or 3? Oh, yeah. I watched all all of them. Really? I think I've seen... I know I've seen 1, 2, and 3. I remember those specifically. I don't... I might have seen 4 or 5, like one of the other ones. I know there have been now, what, 8 or 9? Oh, yeah. I think they're trying to redo it again. They've always been trying to redo it, and it just hasn't come about. Actually, I think my first Clyde Barker experience was uh, Rawhead Rex. Do you remember that thing? I don't even remember that. Okay. Just look it up. It, it's... Based on a short story of his, he didn't. I don't know that he had anything to do with the production. I want to say it's a British produced and made movie, and the monster effect is a. It's creepy looking, but it's it's pretty rubber monster. That might be how I missed it because it's a British. It was a British thing. Yeah, I have to look that up. I, I definitely have to look that up. Yeah, those those are good, man. Uh, I uh, I cannot fault you for any of those beloved horror picks. And I'm assuming it's Halloween. Would you say Halloween's your overall favorite, though? Always, because it always sticks with me. Yeah. It all, I, every time you ask, like, pick something that scares you, as soon as you said that, first thing popped in my head was Halloween. So, my good buddy, my friend, my pal, I don't know that this will be the last Spooky Flicks Fest. I hope not. I'm, I'm going to say that. I'm going to throw that out there, because I, I, I think that there, there may be others. There should be others. And, but this is the first and last in the incarnation that is Forgotten Flicks at this time. So any, any final things, any uh, parting words of wisdom you'd like to bestow upon the listeners? I would say if you're into this stuff, go to the old movies. If you like the horror stuff, it's always best to go back and, and look at some of the old original stuff first. Agree. Always. Well, Daryl, thank you so much, and uh, you have a fantastic Halloween, my friend. You too. Thank you for having me on. Thank you for joining us for this special bonus episode of the 2014 Spooky Flicks Fest. And a special thanks to Daryl Taylor, who's been a part of every Spooky Flicks Fest since its inception. You can check out his plethora of podcasts thetaylornetworkofpodcast.com Looking for more spooky fun? Why not head on over to forgottenflicks.com where you can sign up to receive free updates and something horrific delivered to your inbox every day in October. See you soon! ha 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 